Welcome to this episode 116 of the Bite Size Irish Podcast. I hope you're keeping well. The Suligum Gwiltu Erfon of. We had a lovely episode last time with Gabrielle from Bite Size Irish. Really enjoyed it about Gwilge Gachla and a yoga practice and the similarities between those two different practices. And I'm going to talk a bit more about getting to Gwilge Gachla Irish every day and acting as if you already do. And what does that mean to you? So let's get into it. First thing we're going to do is welcome new members to Bite Size Irish. popped into Bite Size Pubble this morning. That's our private online community for practitioners, let's say, of the Irish language. And there were we asked people who sign up to introduce themselves and we say Faltesh to them. And I was surprised at just how many people had joined in the past eight, nine, ten days. So hello to Lynn in Indianapolis who said she's been learning on her own for the past year and a half, a bit of Irish, and then decided to reach out and connect with others. And I think that's a very natural path in progression that you start off on your own. You've got this curiosity around the Irish language, but you need more. Like a language is about connecting with people in the end, isn't it? It's not about studying. It's not about looking in a book or opening a lesson. That's part of it, maybe, for you, depending on who you are and your personality. And, Barb. Barb has been watching our YouTube videos for the past year and then decided to join Bite Size Irish. This is the Grow membership that has access to Bite Size Bubble. Then to Paul, Faltestach Paul, from Kerry. And Paul is one of those people who identified himself as having learned Irish at school. So if you grew up in Ireland, it's such a different experience to a lot of people who listen to Bite Size Irish podcast, who are people who never studied Irish at school. But Paul um, has, I'm sure, a base level of Irish. And he said himself he's relearning. So Paul Faltestach... Then Charlie is a lawyer from Washington and loving the journey, it seems. Um, Charlie called out a lot of things, uh, including sport, like the Limerick hurling team and the Munster Rugby Club, I think. Uh, both local teams to where I'm living in Limnach in Limerick. So Charlie Faltestach, it sounds like Charlie really has a love for Ireland and the culture and enjoys life that way. Uh, Valeria from the Netherlands so Valeria uh, visits Ireland every year but given the pandemic of 2020 um, couldn't make it to Ireland this year and like I said in one of the not 
two distant episodes like i i don't encourage now anymore through bites as Irish coming to ireland i used to encourage it i don't encourage it because of the carbon cost of getting to ireland that's basically it but people uh added comments after asking like well can i visit ireland should i visit ireland and for me it's yeah do do that's your decision do do that like it's not like i've given up flying my family life is based on connections that we fly to so it's more for me being at least aware of the carbon cost and making decisions based on that making informed decisions and at least being conscious about it rather than trying to uh, ignore and avoid the issue i felt just talk to lisa in she said herself the recht and recht into the united kingdom uh, lisa is a beginner in the irish language but still got into bite-sized pub but so fair play lisa instead of just trying to stick it out on your own it's it's much better to connect with people lisa has an irish granddad so i think that's lisa's irish background then uh to ashley from california uh, she's been listening to bite size for a good while she says so i presume the podcast when you're listening but ashley's never been to ireland so that's interesting um I'd be curious what Ashley's perspective of Ireland is and indeed how does that match up to um, contemporary modern day Ireland and then last welcome so to Cullum in Kilwantyne or from Kilwantyne Wicklow in Ireland I think Cullum's in Dublin from what I saw on his profile in Bite Size Bubble but uh, Cullum said that he hasn't used Irish since he's been at school and he's looking to pick it back up so it's really encouraging actually we don't target specifically people living in ireland but isn't it really encouraging to see people in ireland also reaching out jumping on that journey and being specifically for us what matters for us is that you're part of bite-sized irish but look that's not necessarily your path it depends what path you want to take so if you want to join them like these are grow members of bite size irish who have access to bite size pubble the community but you can try us out for free you go to bitesize.irish that's the website and in the menu there's an item called free courses so you sign up for the taster course and that gives you a taster of our bite size coursey our online lessons and we'll probably be doing like little practice sessions as well for taster members uh, just so you get a little uh, flavor of what Bite Size BO is like. Uh, Bite Size BO is for our Bite Size Pubble members and it's a weekly a scripted conversation practice. Um, so it's not like you're just thrown to the wolves on a Zoom call. There's a script there with phonetic pronunciation that you can practice in your own time. Uh, Siobhan does uh, recordings of the scripts as well so you can practice if you want beforehand then it's a weekly zoom call uh, we hold them on Tuesdays and at 8pm Irish time at the time of recording anyway 
and uh, a lot of our bite-sized pub members attend so it's really lovely to see that so lynn barb paul charlie valeria lisa ashley and Cullum. i'm really hoping that siobhan will see you on uh and on a bite-sized bio call soon so there you go so let's move on to the topic of today's podcast which is acting as if so for me there's a bit of background here like Honestly, I do struggle with um, not getting too sad or anxious a lot of the time in life. And one kind of quick maybe solution is cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, um, which encourages you to look at your thoughts logically and helps you examine them from the outside a bit. So... It's good if you like feel stuck or overwhelmed or helpless. And what I have seen is a, a core part of this is act. Like action begets action. And you don't need to know the end result before you act. You can overthink things and never act. That's the whole trouble with this type of um of hole if you're stuck in it so you take a step so in cbt you might be encouraged to um take a little control over your morning do your bed make your sorry make your bed when you get up and that for example is one step to making you feel uh, like you have the control that indeed you do and you don't need permission to to act either Nobody else needs to give you permission to act in a certain way or to take action. And then um, there's the book, uh, Atomic Habits, uh, that I've been reading. And the author, um, is it James Clear, talks about action informs identity. So if you've got a certain goal in life, a certain way you'd like to be, it's good to first look at the identity you want to adapt. What kind of person do you want to be? And then from that, decide what actions you want to take that informs that identity. And it goes both ways, he argues. So the actions you take inform your identity. You're basically, through every action you take, you're reinforcing the identity that you're telling yourself who you are. So how does this come to bite size? Well, our side of bite size, we acted as if we had a community uh, for a good year. Like Gabrielle was posting on Bite Size Pubble and you might have one person interacting with Gabrielle the entire week on Bite Size Pubble. But you know what? We saw the the opportunity for people the, the value you could get from being in a community. And we were setting up the foundation of what could work. And then Siobhan also acted as if posted. She advertised bite-sized bio sessions every Tuesday. And a lot of the sessions, not a single person expressed interest. And the bite-sized bio session didn't go ahead. We acted as, as if but we kept it going and I'm so glad that we did because now bite-sized bio calls, like we're on the edge of thinking, well, 
do we have too many people on one given call? What do we do? How do we handle uh, these numbers? And we had to unlock ourselves from the video technology we were using, which was limited to 12 people to at least in Zoom, we're not limited to that if so, if more people show up. Now, it's not usually 12 people who show up. Uh, a, a given day, you might have nine or 10 recently, which is absolutely fantastic. And the people attending these bite-sized bill calls, they're taking action. They're putting their hand up and they're saying, I don't know how to hold this conversation on my own. But you know what? I'm going to practice it. I'm going to read from the script I'm, when I'm prompted. I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to do my best at pronouncing these words in front of me. But I don't necessarily know how to pronounce these words. And I don't necessarily know what each word means. But I'm going to act. I'm going to practice. I'm going to make the Irish language part of my day. And that's what we're all about. It's about taking action. It's acting as if... So what does that mean to you? So you can act as if you understand. I think this is a big one for me that I've covered a lot of times on the, in, the, in the podcast about, say, how to make Irish part of your everyday. Because, of course, our motto at Bite Size Irish is Gaelga Gach La. And what does that mean for you? If you act as if you understand, you'll, you'll put on radio na gweldachta. You'll put on radio na lifa through the internet. You'll put on a show from TG Cahar. You'll make the Irish language part of your everyday. You'll act as if you already understand. Because understanding doesn't come from a vacuum. It comes from exposure, from immersing yourself in the Irish language, in whatever way that makes sense to you. Is it through music? Is it through like song? Is it through uh, the TV or the radio, those free media that we have available to us? We're so lucky to have that online. So act as if you understand. And that's how you develop an ear for the rhythm of the language. Uh, no adult learner of any language just woke up one day and understood and was able to pick out words and was able to have a conversation in the, the language that they were studying or learning or practicing. It's, it comes through regular practice, regular exposure. And this itself will reinforce your feeling that the Irish language is somehow part of your life so you can act as if you're already a practitioner like we've said we even covered this last time with Gabrielle uh, we really don't like the idea of aiming for fluency because it's it's such a difficult step that you could self-doubt um, yourself the whole way like if I aim to have fluency in English then every time that I can't pick up a word or remember a word, I'll beat myself up going, oh, geez, I haven't achieved this goal. I'm not fluent in English. Okay, I've been speaking it more than 35 years, but I'm not fluent. So really, we don't recommend that people aim towards fluency, but you can act as if you're already a practitioner 
of the Irish language. So for us, you move from being a learner to being a practitioner by making the Irish language part of your everyday. Gwilge, gach, la. So what would this mean? Look, if you're studying on your own, it might mean that you're writing out sentences or a sentence or an expression every day. It's if you have a dog learning a couple of commands that you can uh, teach your dog in the Irish language. Um, if you attend classes for the Irish language, you can act as if you have classes every single day. Now, what does that mean? It's maybe reminding yourself that there's a book or a course that you want to open every day and at least expose yourself to it. So that's it. And I really want to leave it open to you because what does Gaelgagach Law mean to you? If you are acting as if you already understand, you're already a practitioner, what does that look like in your life? I can't answer that. You know, I'm sure you have an inkling of what it can understand, uh, what it can mean. There's simple steps you can incorporate into your everyday life. And there's more complex steps. And you don't want to be able to blame others. So you don't say, oh, I'm going to act as if I'm a practitioner by um, doing a, a, a Zoom or Skype call with somebody every single day. Well, what if you don't have somebody to do that with? <laughs> so you can start blaming others. What is it that you can do in your life every day to achieve Okay, on to uh, listener questions. Uh, first from Mark Green. Owen, Shiohoit, Konosatatu, Isha Mark. My family came to Australia about 200 years ago, mainly from Ireland and Scotland. I've always been interested in my Irish heritage and was delighted to find my wife has just as much as I do. Actually, one of her distant ancestors was Mayor of Limerick, believe it or not. But this got me to thinking. Even though I have always identified with being Irish and tried to embrace the culture, am I really just an imposter because my ties are from so far in the past? I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. I love your show. I listen to the podcast every day. And thank you. Uh, Mark from Australia. Slunga foil. So, Mark, very nice to have a listener from an Australia. Are you an imposter? No, you're not an imposter. <laughs> now, in Ireland, um, local Irish people get exposed to normally a lot of tourists. So we have this kind of stereotypical tourist, let's stereotypical American who arrives in Ireland. They're loud on the bus when they get into Shannon Airport in <laughs> relative to the people around them. They say, uh, my, my grandmother, she was Irish. I'm Irish. And a lot of people, Irish people, look around and go, well, you're American. <laughs> so there is that uh, bias, I guess, in Ireland. However, what if you tell it like reality? Um, Mark, you're Australian. You have Irish and Scottish ancestry. You're interested in the culture of the blood that's within you, the genes that you inherited, <laughs> that mix, that unique mix that you have. It lets you 
put a perspective on where you belong in the world and the Irish language can be a lens to see that perspective. The Irish language, it perhaps gives you a deeper feeling of who you are. And the Irish language, your curiosity in it, is allowing yourself to follow your curiosity into something that really means something to you, that you feel drawn to, that you love the sound of, that you love the expressions that you hear. So you're following your curiosity. And you know what? You don't need permission from anybody to follow your curiosity. So are you an imposter, Mark? Of course you're not. And do you need permission from anybody to follow your curiosity? Of course you don't. And do you need permission from somebody to declare your identity, what's important to you in your everyday life? No, you don't. You don't need that permission. Great question, Mac. And Anta Russell, who did a recording as well. For mentioning me in the podcast, that was really uh, wonderful. It took me a couple of days to listen to the most recent podcast that you and Gabrielle put out. I definitely can relate to both learning the language, learning yoga and doing yoga. For me, it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but definitely falling out of daily practice or falling out of daily thought of the things that we're working to master is a, a quick way to, to lose your progress. So I appreciate the podcast and I appreciate you guys building this community. So thanks again. Russell, nice to hear your feedback about the episode with Gabrielle last time. And interesting that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is what your practice is. And I'm interested to hear what you're saying about falling out of that practice is basically a danger point. If you fall out of the daily practice, you're losing something, something that you're trying to master, like you said. So that rings so true to learning the Irish language, doesn't it? To exposing yourself to the language. It doesn't mean opening a study book every day. That's what a, that's the simple example of what we don't mean at Bite Size Irish. So, Russell, um, I love hearing everybody's perspective. And you can record your question for the Bite Size Irish podcast. You go to bitesize.irish. That's our website. In the header, go click more and podcast. And on that page, on the podcast page, there's a button. Record your question. And you can do it on your phone or your computer. It works pretty well. And it sends your audio question to us that we can feature on the podcast. Like I say, the more philosophical, the better. But please, whatever contribution you want to make to the Irish, Bite Size Irish podcast, I really welcome it. Um, a bit of context for Bite Size Irish. We went public in August 2010. We're facing into the 10th year or the 11th year. So we're <laughs> next month, August 2020, we'll be public for 10 years. Imagine keeping up a project for a decade. It's just for me, it's it's something strange. And there's obviously something interesting and inherently motivating for me because otherwise like it would have fallen by the wayside 
in September 2010. So I love it. Um, about Gabrielle. Gabrielle has been with us for two years at Bite Size Irish. And Gabrielle has been doing a master's during all that time to be a teacher uh, in the Irish school system as a secondary school teacher like high school. And Gabrielle will be starting her full-time role teaching in September 2020, which means that Gabrielle will be finishing at Bite Size Irish. So I want to take this chance to say Gurumila Mahagut Gabrielle a vitu marquid hotavakdukshin the bite eyes Irish. Agus big to a shach sadoki few nertatu kriknah le bite eyes Irish tatu trash kauru lean bite eyes pubble hogile. Agus vitu hoti grishachin homa e kauru ladini avinig shole refustanestach. Um vitu e kauru lean a gachachtener nedlean a ferna homa as it were to quit tour me homa. So Gurumila Mahagut, um Nifajalum a Bihus Morgalor Aralet. So Gurumila Mahagut Asave Marquid the Bite Size Irish. If you'd like to record your thanks to Gabrielle as well, of course do that on the on the podcast page, bitesize.irish. Go to more and podcasts and record your recording for Gabrielle. So Gurumila Mahagut Gabrielle. And on Bite Size Irish it's very possible that we'll put up membership charges uh, after August 2020. So at least to celebrate our 10th birthday, we're going to keep prices as they are for Explore and Grow members. So if you're an existing member, you lock in the old price. So you keep that price. The price will not go up if you're a current member of Bite Size Irish. So if you're thinking, if you're kind of on the fence and thinking, hmm... Bite Size Coursey online courses sound interesting and Bite Size Pubble, the private community, sounds interesting, including the Bite Size Bio scripted conversation practice calls. If all that sounds interesting, that's the Grow membership plan. I would suggest that you give it a go. You can always cancel and you'll, all, you'll only pay for that month. So there's not much to lose and it will mean that you lock in that price as well. So if you feel like you're ready to to jump in, go to bitesize.irish slash memberships and you can choose either the explore or the grow plan. And of course, you can contact us info at bitesize.irish if you have any questions about that. So, and thanks as always to Tsukumo, whose music you hear on this podcast episode of the Bite Size Irish podcast. Thanks for listening. And if you've got a friend who you think might be interested in the Irish language and you can tickle their curiosity or if you attend normally Irish language classes and you've got classmates and a teacher, uh, please share the word about Bite Size Irish, share the website and the Bite Size Irish podcast. Get them in. Um, the more the merrier. Okay. Togo Boge Slán Gafoel.